The government's overhaul of visa regulations last September means that teenagers aged 15 to 18 can now work part-time in the UAE, giving them an opportunity to earn a regular salary and learn some vital life skills at the same time. Those skills can be anything from money management to time management, as well as building confidence, instilling a sense of responsibility, and gaining that all-important on-the-job experience. But financial literacy experts say the most important skill for part-time working teens is learning how to manage their money. This includes budgeting, setting savings goals, and even beginning their investment journey to take advantage of the benefits of long-term compounding interest. But where do they begin? Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Felicity Glover, the personal finance editor at The National. Joining me today is financial literacy expert, Marilyn Pinto, the founder of Kids Finance Initiative Global, who's here to talk about the benefits of teens earning a regular salary through part-time work. But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favourite podcasting app. Welcome to the show, Marilyn. Thank you so much for having me, Felicity. You're welcome. So the topic of teens and working part-time takes me back to when I was 14 and growing up in Australia. I got a part-time job through a friend uh, washing dishes, of all things, in a Chinese restaurant on Friday evenings. And that was the only night my parents would let me work as it wasn't a school night. So my shift was, you know, four hours, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I was earning just $2 an hour, so $8 a week for my efforts. We also got a free meal thrown in at the end of the shift. Some of the nights that I would work, you know, they were brutal because it was so busy. And even today, I detest washing dishes like probably many people. But I have to say that I did feel quite empowered having my own money. And imagine that that's still the case for many teens today. Would you agree? And can you talk to me about, you know, the types of skills that teens can learn by having a part-time job while they're still at school? Well, yes. And as you said, you know, I completely agree. I think having a part-time job at that age definitely, um, definitely empowers you with regard especially with regard to money. Uh, and, 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 that, and that's quite a key observation. The fact that you remember uh, it so clearly and you're able to describe, you know, exactly how much you earned all those years ago and how you felt, it, it really shows that it, it made a big impression on you. Um, and I think having a part-time job does, that, does have that effect on, on teenagers. And it sort of, you can, you can club it into three different groups of skills that they get. So the first one would be self-sufficiency. It teaches them how to manage their own time, how to project manage. It teaches them prioritization. So all of these things which are now, it's their first taste of adulting. And I think it, it, it allows them to wet their feet in a way that they're still in control. Uh, the second thing I would say is that it, it helps with their self-esteem because for one, they're, they're doing it for themselves. The fact that they are doing, uh, they're doing the work, they're, they're keeping at it. You know, as you said, the work was brutal, but you still kept at it. It really builds up your, self, your, your sense of self-esteem because you, you're able to do that. Uh, and I think that's really important for, for teenagers, especially nowadays. Um, it also builds up their, con- their competence as they, you know, sort of as they progress in the job. Uh, but the third set of skills, and I think that's really important as well, is that it helps your interpersonal skills. It helps them interact with people. It helps them grow their network. It helps them relate to other people, uh, you know, uh, much older than them. And this is a really key skill that is going to be very, very useful to them. And and the fact that they can get all of this while having a part-time job is, I think, it's a great opportunity. 
Absolutely. I think it's a great opportunity as well. And it's kind of, you mentioned, you know, sort of developing interpersonal skills, um, you know, and interacting with older people. It's almost, you know, sort of you're bridging a generational gap here as well. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think the 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 EQ that that builds up is is priceless because, uh, as with any job, your IQ can is like that's a base qualification nowadays. But what can really put you up ahead is is the level of your EQ. And I think the younger that you start working and and have these interactions uh, with uh, with other people, with older people, with different generations, really helps to push that uh, push that EQ up, and that can be really advantages. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Now, through your business, KFI, you spend a lot of time with children and teens helping them to learn about financial literacy. What challenges do they face when they first begin and how quickly do they pick up smart money skills and become more confident? Okay, that's a really interesting question. So I'd like to answer this in two parts. One is before, so before they come to the program, the challenges that they face and what happens once they're in the program. So before the program, I'd say they're very resistant. Teenagers, young adults are very resistant to learning about money. And this just because there are three reasons for this. One is it's an unconscious incompetence. It's something, it's a skill that they don't know they need to know, um, which is why they don't think it's it's important. They, they really have no clue about it. Like I said, unconscious incompetence. Um, and this is, a, they, they don't realize that this is a skill they're going to be tested on every single day of their adult life. And uh, it's something they're not going to be taught in school. So unconscious incompetence is a key reason uh, why, why this is high level of resistance with teenagers and young adults um, sort of not wanting to learn about money. The second thing is the Dunning-Kruger effect, which basically says that people of a uh, lower skill in a particular ability tend to overestimate their uh, overestimate their skill. And this is typically what happens with, uh, with these teenagers. It might be because they are studying business in school. It might be because they are studying economics or uh, they're studying corporate finance at a high school or college level. Or it might be because they have an allowance or a credit card. But all of these things tend to... Um, they make them think that uh, they are able, they know about money, they can manage money smartly, when it is, it really does, there isn't any relation with that, because studying economics or finance teaches you nothing about handling your personal money. So that's where the Dunning-Kruger effect comes into, comes into play. So now you have teens who don't know much about a topic, but yet are confident in their ability in that topic. Uh, so do you see what that, that, that can be quite dangerous? And uh, and the third reason they're they're resistant is I think is they expect to be bored. They, you know, financial literacy is they just think, um, and I, maybe because of what they're used to in school and the type of uh, type of education systems that they're used to, they just expect it to be another subject that's going to bore them. And uh, you know, and they have enough on their plate as it is. These are the key reasons why there's so much resistance to learning about financial literacy because even when and they're not wrong in that because in many financial education programs it is taught as a math-based skill and financial literacy is anything but a math-based skill so uh, these three reasons I'd say are, are the most are the key reasons why there's so much resistance from from youngsters to learn about money but now let's talk about the after what happens once they come into the program and they learn about it and this is where the magic happens. I think this is this is the most fulfilling part for me personally to see, um, to see the scales fall off their eyes, to see them suddenly realize that, oh my goodness, how wh- why wasn't I told this before? Uh, you know, they're actually horrified to think that they could have started their working life without knowing such important basic knowledge. Um, and I think I think that's quite key. I think one more part as a result of the program, they feel 
you know, smarter, richer, braver. And it's just to use our, just to use the tagline because they're smarter definitely because of the knowledge that they gain. They're, they're going to be richer because they are, they now know how to manage their money smartly. And braver just because they're able to identify and take advantage of so many more opportunities that they wouldn't have been able to had they not had this knowledge. Absolutely. And that brings me to my next question, actually, because you have just published a book called Smarter, Richer, Braver, Unleash the Power of Financial Education to Turbocharge Your Teen's Future. Can you tell us more about the book and how parents and teens can apply it, uh, you know, to to them, you know, starting their first part-time jobs? Yeah, sure. So let me first tell you what the book is not about. Uh, the book is not an inspirational, feel-good book about parenting. Uh, the book is also, you know, it doesn't have any sort of three quick tips that's going to transform your teens into financial gurus. Uh, what this book is about, what it does contain, is some hard truths and some valuable insights. Uh, you know, it, it it will explain to you why teens are clueless about money. It It will explain to you how important this skill is and how it will transform their success and their, and their lives. It will also show you as parents what to look for in a good financial education program. It will talk about the common mistakes that most parents make with regard to teaching their kids about money. So that in essence is what the book is about. I think um, it, it doesn't really, uh, it, it gives you it gives you a blueprint of how to teach your kids about money, not, not in terms of the tactical stuff, because I, I believe that the tactical stuff should be led, left to subject matter experts, but but more of what you can do as a parent at home. What are the things that you can do? What is what is the kind of mindset you can create? Uh, you know, it doesn't get into the tactical stuff. I think there's enough of uh, there's more than enough content out there uh, which tells you about the the what and the why. This just gets deep into the problem, makes you understand the problem. Because I firmly believe that if you don't understand a problem properly, uh, it you know we're just going to be throwing half baked solutions at it. Uh, but a deeper understanding of the problem makes you really curate a solution that's that that works for your child and that works for your family and uh, and that's what this book is about it really gives you really deep insights into the problem and to the ways teen learn so it's not just about uh, what we teach them but it's also in the way of how we teach them because that makes a very big difference especially for this particular demographic um you know and and we get we, we really sort of pull back the curtains on, on what we do and, and how we do it and I, a lot of people have really found it um, very useful absolutely and I think as well, you know, I mean, for parents with teenagers who are just beginning to start working part time, it can also help them, you know, because they suddenly, you know, have a regular salary coming in now, what they should be doing with that money and how they should be managing it. Yes and no. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it would be a good start, but I think um, I know it's probably a controversial um, opinion, but I don't think that just by having money coming in makes you um smarter about money or makes you be, it makes you able to manage your money better because if that were the case then you know every grown-up would be would be financially secure would be really really good at managing their money and we know sadly that that isn't the case so why should it be different for teenagers why is it that just because they're getting a job and they're getting money coming in we suddenly expect that to be the answer to their financial literacy problems that's that requires a monumental leap of logic and um, it, it 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 doesn't necessarily work that way um, uh, so yeah, that's that's what I mean by yes and no. So while while the part time job could, is a great opportunity for them to learn you know, all of the skills I mentioned before, like the interpersonal skills and the self sufficiency and uh, prioritization and some things like that, 
I'm not very convinced that just having a part-time job is going to magically uh, sort of make them more responsible with their with their money. It it does help, yes, of course, uh, but um, I, I don't think it's something that we can bank on and say, okay, this is going to be the solution uh, to you know the, the financial literacy problems because. Well, if you look around the world, in most other countries, teenagers have had the opportunity to to have part time jobs, you know, many many decades ago. But um, that really doesn't seem to have helped the financial literacy problem. So there's no reason to expect that that's going to be the case now. I don't mean to be pessimistic. I'm just saying that we should be a little more realistic about what we expect from this opportunity. Absolutely, but I was thinking as well the question that if you know parents, for example, and teens read the read the book that you have written. Um, and the teens, you know, are beginning to work part time by using, you know, the advice that you're providing, it will help them to manage their money. Oh, for sure, because then they understand uh, that this is an issue that they need to be paying attention to, that this is an issue they need to educate themselves on. And I sort of give them the bare bones of it and and um, the different aspects and, and the different opinions with regard to that. So, so definitely that would help. I think just sort of building that awareness that this is you know, bringing them from unconscious incompetence um, to conscious incompetence, to them knowing that this is a skill that I lack and I need to I need to learn about it. I think just that is a very, very big step that uh, that would be great if they could take. Yeah, and as you say, where the magic happens. I'm also wondering, you know, teenagers working part-time jobs, and, you know, we've discussed, you know, some of the benefits that that brings, but what does it help them with later in life when they become older, they're you know, entering full-time workforce? Does it help them to evolve into fiscally responsible adults with a strong work ethic? What other, what other you know, sort of things would you see in an adult who had worked part-time as a teenager? Well, I think you're right about the strong work ethic. I would hope that the jobs that they take are are going to really are really going to push their limits, sort of push them outside their comfort zone, because this is a time where they can do that in a safe space. Because work is going to be a really work is a big aspect of all of our lives, right? We spend much of our working hours at work. It is a really important aspect of our lives, and it's going to be the same. And especially with with, with the next generation now, they're going to have multiple careers over their course of their lifetime. So they need skills that are easily transferable, and um, and I think getting this opportunity to work early on really opens their, it gives them, like I said, it gives them a taste of adulting. It makes them realize, it shows them the value of money, the how 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 it's actually earned. Like you said, you earn $2 an hour and it really made you, made, made you value that. And, you know, so, and I think that's definitely something that the teenagers can get from this part-time work experience. It's not no longer the bank of mom and dad, where they just sort of switch a tap on every time they need something here. They're actually earning their money. It makes them appreciate it more. I think it makes them appreciate the fact that, um, that they're able to do this, appreciate what they're getting at home so much more. So yes, in terms of skills, I think definitely it, it's a it's it's a big opportunity, and I really hope this is an opportunity that many teenagers are able to uh, are able to avail of. I agree with that as well. Um, but finally, what would be your best financial literacy advice for teenagers who are working part time in the UAE already? I mean, what should they be doing with their money? You know, from saving to budgeting or saving up to buy something major. How should they do that? I'm not going to give practical advice here because there's, I think there's enough of that. What I'd really like to tell the teenagers who have, who have started work is 
take the time, make it a priority to get financially educated because it's it's not about saying, oh, live, you know, sort of spend less than you earn or something. I can give you these bromides and it's not really going to make a difference uh, to the teenagers. What they need to know is they, they need to go through a program. Um, they, they need to understand uh, the, the strategy behind the tactics. They need to understand the mindset. They need to understand how to build that mindset. It's not rocket science. It's really simple to do, right? But they need to understand that this is a priority that they should that they should be making that they should be making time for because now is the time to do that you know the earlier they earlier they start of course the effects are going to be better and because of compounding interest they have the most to gain the earlier that they start so at the best advice i would say is really take the time to get yourself financially educated properly by an expert because the kind of uh, returns that you're going to get on that is going to be manifold and and it, it's something that you're never going to regret uh, the only thing you're going to say is why did i learn why didn't i do this sooner and that's that's the kind of response i hear from every teenager who's who's sort of done the financial education program is uh, wow i wish i wish i'd learned this earlier <laughs> uh, because it would have helped me so much and and uh, I, I think that this is something that they're going to they're going to value for the rest of their lives. It's going to have it's going to have that much of an impact, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a long-standing impact as well. I have to be honest. I also wish that I started as a teenager <laughs> as well. It's one of my biggest regrets. Yes, exactly. And if you look, if you talk to most grown-ups, uh, that 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 really is uh, is a is a problem. I know. You know, when I started working. Uh, um, for the first almost decade and a half, uh, I, I had zero sort of knowledge about money. I mean, I had I had a paycheck coming in, but then it was everything was going out, and just because. And of course, your parents tell you to save and stuff, but you know, it's again, we don't really listen to our parents. Do they? It's it's the proximity bias. We are too close to them to sort of gain any to to appreciate the value of of their advice, uh, which is why I say this. You know, take the time to get properly educated. I don't mean uh, listening to you know, sort of looking at a couple of TikTok videos or reading a couple of articles. I mean, really do a deep dive into it. Make sure you have really good basics and a really good foundation because that's really good. that's going to hold you in stead for you know, for a very long time. Thank you this week to financial literacy expert Marilyn Pinto. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at pf at the national.ae. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your podcasting app to receive weekly updates. And also leave us a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison, and I've been your host, Felicity Glover.